Hello, and welcome to Updated Autopsy Report, a podcast from Yotsuben and Friends, where we replay the entire Ace Attorney series with longtime fans and newcomers. I'm your host, Ben, and with me today is Desi. Hello. And two dear friends of ours, Tiago. Yeah. And Rose. Hi. If you're a first-time listener, Desi and I are the longtime fans, and Rose and Tiago are the newcomers. We hope that through both our perspectives as we play through this series, it'll reveal new details and provide interesting commentary for a series that's near and dear to us. Today, we have all played through 3-4 Turnabout Beginnings, the fourth case of Ace Attorney Trials and Tribulations. We are getting very close to the end of the trilogy here, folks. The original trilogy of Ace Attorney uh, is almost at a close. And uh, from here on out, it's all plot. Uh, I think I said last episode, uh, and we jump right into another Mia Fey case. Uh, in fact, this is chrono- chronologically the first thing that basically happens in the Ace Attorney series for this trilogy, right? Uh, this is Mia's first case, and she is going to be defending a person on death row, uh, Terry Falls. Uh, and she's very nervous. Uh, also, she got a hell of a case for her first case. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think you should give this to, like, a rookie lawyer. I mean, I know she's like, you took, I took this case because I got to prove myself or whatever. But, like... No, like, she took dude. it because no one else would take it. This was literally a case that no one else would take. Yeah, because she's got to prove herself. Yeah, exactly. We got to have high stakes. So she uh, meets in the defendant lobby, Terry Falls, who uh, insists he is innocent. Uh, He was convicted and sentenced to death row uh, five years ago for kidnapping and murder. Uh, And then he escaped. uh, And then uh, in the like in between time between him escaping and getting recaptured, uh, a policewoman uh, was murdered. Valerie Hawthorne. Uh, So. Yep. As you're there in the uh in the, you know, defendant lobby uh talking to your client, uh somebody uh shows up, another lawyer shows up. Diego Armando shows up here. And he's like, Hey kitten, how you doing? You ready for your first he do- case? He does say that, doesn't he? <laughs> he calls her kitten so much. It's he, his little pet name for her. <laughs> he he also at one point does call Terry the death row inmate who is the defendant kitten as well. And I did think that was funny. He also calls him Zebra Boy, I think. Yeah, oh, yeah, he, oh, yeah, he calls him Zebra Boy. Which is questionable, <laughs> I think. But like yeah, also weird. This dude seems weird as hell. Yeah, maybe, do you guys think you've seen this guy before? Maybe over caffeinated, possibly? <laughs> I have never. Who could this man be? I have no, no, never seen this song. man before in my life. This, but he has a sick theme, theme song. His theme song sounds yeah. real familiar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, this is the man who was uh, then uh, poisoned uh, in the ori- you know, original or hurt, you know, in the original case for of game one here, or not game one, case one of game three here. When Mia talks about her boyfriend, <laughs> who was, you know, who was uh, killed. Mia's boyfriend. Yeah, that Mia's was Diego. Boyfriend. 
So, yeah. So we're starting to put some of these pieces together here about, you know, oh, she was dating this other lawyer here. Uh, So, uh, yeah. So, no, Grossberg is not here to help. Instead, uh, you have Diego at, at your side. Uh yeah, what what <laughs> if you got to choose between Marvin Grossberg I choose Di- or Diego? I, Diego, I choose Diego. 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 I would please. like to, I would like Diego, please. Uh, Diego uh knows to keep his bodily functions to his goddamn self. Now, does he call me kitten? Yes, but I'll still take it. He'll he kind of calls everyone a weird nickname, so Yeah, it's right. weird. Again, it's, it's, I just can't think of another character who does that. So you get on uh, into the courtroom, and the trial begins, and you meet the for the prosecutor, uh, who is going to be on this case, who is also <laughs> uh, on his one of his very first cases here. Uh, it's a little young Miles Edgeworth, baby, Muppet babies. Uh, he's got his fancy little coat on, and he's got his uh, his animations are slightly different. They're a little bit more von Karma y. They are um, almost exactly his animations. His skin is so shiny. <laughs> he's funny. He's polished. Yeah. Like he's a baby. Like he just came out of the fucking rock polisher. <laughs> uh, you know what? He probably did. <laughs> he calls uh Gumshoe up to the stand to testify about baby. this case. Gumshoe looks exactly the same. He's wearing You're a di- different coat and he hits on Mia, which I respect. Yeah, well that's true. That's true. He has a, a tan coat instead of his dark green coat. It's the same and... coat. The green coat has just got dirty. Did, Rose, <laughs> literally, I was going to make the same goddamn oh, fucking oh, joke. Okay. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Yeah. Same braid. Same yeah, braid. He, he hits on Mia. That's his uh, Columbo jacket. Really wild. No, I respect uh, his choices. Originally, when they were making this case, uh, Takumi did mention that uh, they wanted to do a young gumshoe sprite, uh, and concept art was done. Of this as well. Where is uh, it? I'm banging so, my hand on the desk. Yeah, I think we'll r- wrap this into our our little <gasps> uh, uh, like concept art session uh, stream at some point here. But uh, instead of three spikes of hair sticking out of, of the side of his head, he's only got one, and that's how you know he's younger. <laughs> Wait, what? That's so weird. It's like a fucking horn. Then I didn't I didn't <laughs> notice that actually at all. I was just like, it's no, a I'm, baby. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm saying that's what the concept art showed. Mm. Oh, the, so it the, wasn't... the sprite in the the sprite in the game is is still practically the same aside from Yeah, the it's game. just a recolor. Okay. Yeah. That explains why I didn't but... notice it cuz it wasn't there. Yeah, no, I mean the concept art. They they did this concept art and they considered it but then because of size constraints uh for the files, they did not go through with it. Uh spending all that time uh all that you know, file size on uh Edgeworth. <laughs> Yeah. You know, he did look good. I loved uh, that he used Von Karma's animations. I cannot stress it, that enough. It's a good touch. It so is a good nice. touch. Uh so the accusation is that uh Terry uh went to this bridge to meet with uh Valerie Hawthorne here. Uh supposedly to get the truth about something. Uh, that we will find out about soon, and uh, then uh, murdered her here on this bridge, uh, and so uh, you know, we go through the court case here and start to deconstruct the arguments of Edgeworth. Uh, I won't get 
too into the weeds on it unless anybody here really wants to bring up specific moments. But essentially, there is a witness who is unnamed at first, and we keep hearing about the witness. Oh, we don't need to talk to the witness right now, but they they, they had a camera. They took this picture, you know, and that's all that really matters. Uh, and then finally, we drag the witness out on the stand. Yeah, so Gumshoe is essentially testifying for the witness, like, in their place, right? To, like deliver all yeah. this information and like a lot yeah, of because they said they said the witness is too fragile yeah she's too fragile she's you know. too she's... goddamn fragile um <laughs> so like a lot of the like a lot of the cases that we prove against gumshoe is simply like well it could not have happened that way due to the weather on the bridge or like the angle of which this photo was taken or like <laughs> what the defendant was doing there it's so, like we established the big three reason, uh, opportunity, yada yada. Um, I don't know what the big three. Rose it means motive and opportunity, right? Those are the big three for real life killers. I mean, uh, that's a very simplified version of a, I think, but those are a good place to start as far as mystery shit goes. <laughs> yeah. I think, anyways. So, like, the opportunity, uh, um, he uh he called Valerie Hawthorne to the bridge means um I guess he's a big dude who can kill people. And uh <laughs> yeah. motive he was real mad about what happened five years ago. Uh yes. And then yeah, so like the, that's like basically the case they have against Terry, and it's like Terry's big like trait is that he gets really mad and he has that one different eye. Y'all notice that different eye? I did notice that. He also talks simple, but it kind of comes and goes a little bit. Yeah. I... I At first I was like, is he putting on an act? And I was still left with, I, I don't quite know what happened there. I think the idea is that, like, they're trying to make, like, uh, this man's too, like, like, he's not big-brained enough to come up with a murder plot like this, right? Like, that's the sure. kind of character that they're trying to make. Or, they're trying to say something worse, but I don't want- I'm not an expert, so I'm not saying that. <laughs> uh, what I'm saying I mean, is that, I like- I have- I have bad things to say about Terry. You have bad things to say- I mean, okay, we'll get, we'll let's get, get clear. To, that we'll get I agree that with. Later. That we'll is bad. That later. <laughs> <laughs> we all agree that that one thing about Terry is bad. Everything right. else is, like, digestible. I, but, that, yeah. but that one thing, uh, not digestible. They not outed themselves thing. on the. They outdid the thing. <laughs> they they, out, they yeah. did. They, they redid the circus thing. <laughs> they made it worse. <laughs> so we drag this witness onto the stand, a woman by the name of Melissa Foster, and she, I don't know who this woman could be. Uh, she's clearly not Dahlia Hawthorne. Uh, listeners, I have my Venmo open. Uh, okay. And are we the... are we doing it now or are we we're not doing? Wait, it? Gonna, I'm gonna... just gonna have it open now. Just so in case. Just in case. Just in case, in case she appears. Just okay. in case right. a Hawthorne family member to Valerie Hawthorne appears. Sure. <laughs> uh, so we get into uh. Uh, Melissa Foster's Melissa testimony. Foster. <laughs> I took me a, a good second here to get my bearings. Melissa Foster's testimony 
uh, we we start breaking it down about like her positioning, about where she could have taken the photo, what things she would or would not have seen, like seeing the escape vehicle where the body was hidden, or seeing the scarf uh, and its color as well comes up here. And so we go back and forth a little bit on that, and uh, she pulls the same card that she did in case one, where she wraps the whole courtroom around her finger by just saying, oh, I'm so such a sweet little girl, I couldn't have done anything Wait, kind of bit. what do you mean? Miss Melissa Foster wasn't in case one. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, we gotta... We, we'll the, amend the record yeah. here. Fix, uh, fix your testimony, Ben. Fix your... Yeah. Uh, please amend your testimony. perjury. Uh, and so we go back and forth on this until... Um, we uh break things down enough that the courtroom uh needs to take a break because uh Melissa Foster freaks out and we need to and she you know has like a essentially like a fainting spell and we need to break you know break and give her time to recover here because you accuse her of being the one who could have actually done the murder. Yeah, she knew about information that simply was just not available to her. Exactly, if she was not the murderer. So, you get a brief recess, and during this recess, uh, then you get to talk to Terry a little bit more, and get some more details. And find out that five years ago, he had been dating Dahlia Hawthorne, who was (laughs) Valerie Hawthorne's little sister. And they, the three of them... years old. Yeah, she was 14 at the time. Terry was was 20. And yeah. Terry was twenty. Again, we keep bumping into this, and it's fucking. In fact, it at th- this time though, Mia calls it out. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if you yeah. noticed that. Yeah, Mia's straight up like, <laughs> dude, my God, I guess yeah, you were. What the fuck? <laughs> She's like, oh, well, I guess you were, uh, you know, robbing cradles before you were robbing diamonds or something like that. So yeah, uh, and, you should uh, be in prison like... for a different reason. I arguably. Should you still be on death row? <laughs> Who knows? I, I, I'm not volunteering to take that case. That's what I'll say so, about that. The three of them, Dahlia, Valerie, and Terry, uh, hatched a fake kidnapping plot to get a $2 million diamond that was part of the Hawthorne's uh, diamond business. I guess their family has like a, a jewelry business and... They had this $2 million diamond that they wanted. Uh, granted, I guess given that they're daughters of a rich guy who owns a jewelry business, it seems a little weird to try to get this $2 million diamond when, I don't know, feels like you could ask Daddy for whatever you want anyway. Daddy, can but, I have a $2 million hey, diamond? Yeah, I mean, it might not give you the diamond, but he'd probably, <laughs> you'd probably your, just your cut allowance, you and do whatever else you your want. Your allowance is yeah. so much, it doesn't matter. Right, exactly. He could cut so, you but a anyway, check. Yeah, just but anyway, they, they do this. They set up this whole uh, fake kidnapping to get this this uh, two million dollar diamond as the ransom, and the ex- the fake exchange would happen on the dusky bridge, the same place where this murder happened from from this current case. So again, we've got our good old fashioned Ace Attorney. Uh, it's like poetry at rhymes moments where things happen again, you know, with sa- the same characters, these echoes of crimes of the fathers or crimes of the sisters in this case, uh, 
happening, you know, five years later. So they do this fake handover, but at the same, but what happens then is uh, Valerie betrays Terry, shoots him in the arm, and then Dahlia jumps into the river and escapes, and the diamond goes missing. Supposedly. Supposedly. Uh, but I think we, I think we can all, uh, but uh, as it, you know, as we can all figure out, the diamond, of course, goes with Dahlia. She takes it with her as she escapes. Does she take uh, swimming lessons? Like I am a- waiting <laughs> for that <laughs> explanation. Like, co- come on, a professional diver would have a hard time with that dive. Like, she had what the, the fuck the raw evil energy to make it through that river. She's fourteen year old. <laughs> I guess she's if she's an Olympic swimmer, and you know what. A lot of Olympians are incredibly young, but, like... Why the fuck is she studying <laughs> literature? She could be, like, in the Olympics! It's a cover. Yeah, like... Right. Just get... Just... Oh, my God. No, Yeah, I mean, she's like, oh, yeah, I brought this photo up here to take pictures of wildflowers, and I'm like, for literature? For, for, for literature? It's not a good cover. <laughs> Listen, she's just a serial killer. It's, it's, it doesn't need to make sense. Yeah, and then like I mean, she is yeah. now a serial killer. She does multiple killings and with goes on multiple killing sprees with a cooldown period in between. <laughs> a that's cool a serial down. killer. <laughs> a fucking cooldown. All yeah. right, so yeah. so like, that's how serial killers work. I know, but the way you said it made me think about Apex Legends. Um, um, so like, so here's the thing that gets me right is that in the note, uh, Valerie Hawthorne leaves a note on her desk that says, "Meeting with Terry." Must tell Dahlia the truth comes out. And I'm just like, mm. you left a paper trail? Why would you... I mean, this is super convenient for me, the lawyer who has to, like, well, defend my client. probably didn't think she was going to get murdered, and she... also planned to have the truth come out anyways, so... Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah. So, like, let's talk about the murder. Um, she was stabbed in the back? Mm-hmm. She was both literally stabbed in the back and metaphorically stabbed in the back by her own sister. Right. And then yes. uh, was placed in the truck of Terry's car. Who, like, yeah, I saw the scratch marks on the lid, and it's like, why did Terry need to scratch the fucking lid? Like, he didn't need to break into the stolen car. He had the keys. I did, I did not notice those until she pointed them out, which I guess is the point oh, in the case. But Yeah. Still. I saw that, and I was just like, Terry already had the keys. Why did he fucking break this thing open? We should finish the summary. Oh, yes, my bad. (laughs) We're almost there. We're almost done. We're almost done, and then we can talk about how we feel. So you break down all this stuff with the truth here about what really happened, and you have to drag it out in, in front of the court here. And so you reveal to the court that you now know that, uh, Melissa Foster is actually Dahlia Hawthorne. Did nobody, like, try to ID her? (laughs) <laughs> like just just a quick the, like hey Edgeworth does Edgeworth, Edgeworth talks knows. about that. They do try to yeah. ID her and they find out that she's Dahlia and he goes whatever. Yeah. Yeah, Edgeworth is like, "Of course I did a background check. What do you think I am, an idiot?" <laughs> you know. It w- was irrelevant. I know you are. <laughs> and he's like, "I just didn't think it was relevant to this case." That's insane. <laughs> that she was her sister. That's insane. The sister of the woman murdered. This yeah. is the Von Karma legacy. Right. Yeah, yeah him withholding so, evidence to bring it out till later, only after fucking 
Mia questions it. Oh my god. He put evidence in his goddamn bag and walked off with it. That's yeah, our just crime. walked off with it, yeah. Don't I mean, shoot. Get him. Also dead ass, so do we, but you know. Yeah, well, at least well, we put it in yeah. a wagon where everybody can see it. Drive it around. That's true. That's true. So as uh, you expose a bunch of contradictions with Dahlia's testimony then, she starts to become more and more un- unhinged. And unfortunately, though, at the very last moment, then Dahlia pulls the good old-fashioned Ace Attorney villain card and says, well, where's your evidence? You've made a lot of theories, but you don't have any proof. And Diego says to you, yeah, you don't. And he does a bit where he actually says, <laughs> he yells out to the courtroom and says, the defense would like to call another witness. And the everybody goes, oh, would you, defense? And Mia's like, I didn't, I didn't say it. It was Diego. And there, and Miles is like, well, he's on your side on the defense bench, so you got to go ahead and call another witness now. And uh, what's really funny about this, I don't know if anybody noticed this, is that when Diego yells out through the courtroom, it uses the higher pitched bloop bloop bloops for his voice, like he's pretending Walker, to be her? instead of the deeper, instead of the deeper bloops. Huh. Yes, as though as though implying he is like mimicking her voice. That's that, yell out I the did court, not but notice no- that at all but nobody reacts nobody reacts and so like i scrolled down even on the ace attorney wiki uh wiki here uh even they say like yeah that does happen but uh mia doesn't uh react to it so it's probably nothing and uh i i can understand that perspective but also i really do think it's actually would be incredibly funny if he is mimicking her voice oh yeah (laughs) and is doing like a bit uh but yes, so you call one last witness onto the stand, uh, and of course it's it's gotta be the one other person who was there, Terry. Uh, and so you're like, Terry, listen, I'm begging you, give me some more details about what you saw, and we can prove your innocence. But Dahlia still has him wrapped around her finger, and he does not fully buy into the accusations that you've been throwing. And I guess they had made an unknowing suicide pact of sorts. Obviously, Dahlia was manipulating they, Terry here. They knew here about this, it, but... Um, yeah, yeah like, it, like, she was manipulating Terry here, clearly. But the idea was like, oh, if anything was ever to happen to us, these little necklaces we have with this liquid inside, you know, we're both going to drink it together kind of thing. And so Terry's like, okay, Dahlia, we're going to do it. And he swallows the liquid in the necklace and Dahlia just kind of looks at him like, okay, see a worm. And uh, <laughs> Terry falls, perishes on the stand due to poisoning himself. Terry falls, falls down. Yep. And uh, the trial ends with nobody winning and no judgment being rendered. And uh, Mia's like, wow, this is really fucked up. <laughs> and Diego uh, says the only time a lawyer can cry is when it's all over. Okay, he, famous sure, iconic buddy. line. <laughs> he also breaks his coffee uh, mug in his hand and it bleeds. I, I have yeah, got to say, so, he is thinks this he's so cool. <laughs> the first time we've seen like actual animated blood? Because we've seen them still images of some pretty gruesome shit. We have not there. seen like blood. Not, blood, it, not this much. Not like, we, yeah. Haven't we seen one or two characters with blood coming down like the side of their mouth a little bit? 
Because yeah, there's like two Terry, frames. Terry has a little bit of blood. Yeah, well, down exactly. Terry and Diego. And, um, Diego oh, Armando. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I almost called him a random different name that wouldn't make any sense. Um, no, it's, it's and Diego, Diego uh, yeah, both yeah. like animated blood, not Wait, still did you say Diego Rivera? No, I said Diego Armando. <laughs> I thought, I swear to God, you said Diego Rivera before that. Is that, that an actor? Don't ask don't, me. What, what, what? What, what do you mean? You pulled him out! <laughs> I, Moving on. Who's Listen, Diego? I, no. <laughs> isn't he a painter? Oh, yeah, he's a painter. I should have known that. Oh, he is a painter. Um, oh, okay. I yes. will show... See, people say the names of actors at me, and I go, I don't know who that is. So if somebody says a name that sounds familiar, and it doesn't immediately pop to my mind, I go, oh, that must be an actor. I don't know who that is. <laughs> so Diego Armando says, uh, you always gotta keep smiling, which means that in a weird way, Diego Armando is the originator of, like, a lawyer must keep smiling that then Mia yeah, he... passed down to Phoenix, right? Yes, exactly. Which me... He, he says it exa- the exact same way she says it, and the exact same way that Phoenix starts to say it, that, yeah. It's very funny to me that, uh, like, Diego... I didn't, like, I... Obviously, Mia had a mentor, right? Because there's no way that she got that sick by herself. But she did become that sick after this case. But, like, mm-hmm. so, as we know, Diego Armando gets poisoned after this case by, by Dahlia, somebody. By yeah. Dahlia Hawthorne. She kills <laughs> yeah. him. When did that happen? Just right outside this fucking room? I, maybe. Yeah. Like, uh, like I, tomorrow? I the timing, yeah, the, the, the timing is right after this because they try to investigate her, I believe, for this. And that is why she pawns off the, that is when she pawns off the necklace that she has to Phoenix, remember? Oh, so let me, let me make sure I understand this. Both Terry Fall and uh, Dahlia Hawthorne, they each have their own separate bottle of poison necklace, essentially. I think that's, yes. I think that's it, yeah. And that, yeah, they had like share, yeah, they each had their own little necklace that matched or whatever. Yeah. So like. Terry's, he used his, and then Dahlia says, I ain't no fucking chump. See ya, chump. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm gonna she use uses hers here in a minute. Right. Yeah, and so then, yeah, she uses it on Diego, and then six months later, then we have the Phoenix Wright incident, then, with, with her, and then Phoenix swallowing the necklace. The bottle. The bottle, yes. The bottle he on the necklace. It. He chews it. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> Phoenix. I, I'm uh, never letting anyone forget that. Phoenix speaking glass of, eater, right? <laughs> speaking of Phoenix, we also have like a little bit of a framing device for this case, in which at the beginning, at the very beginning and the very end of this case, we see Phoenix on his laptop, like looking at the files, reading up about this case to like get some, like he's doing research. He's got to get info for something. Because uh, this incident which, ain't over. That mm-hmm. that was a very different like series of animations that I found interesting. Um, yeah, sitting there on that his little laptop also, with like the blue light. I and noticed that it kind of looked like he was in like a hospital setting. Like I think I saw like a um like a medicine, you know, one of those IV drip IV drip things in the background mm-hmm. and stuff. And so what I'm gathering is that he's been poisoned once again or something. Yeah, another <laughs> we'll poisoning. Um, or or. Uh, 
or somebody hit him over the head with a fire extinguisher. He's finally getting that concussion looked at. <laughs> please, please go to the hospital, Mr. Wright. He's been concussed for two games and someone finally noticed. And it's like, I guess he should go. Like, we got to take you to the ER, buddy. Um, all right. So as we know, in this case, Melissa Foster turns out to be Dahlia Hawthorne. And dear mm-hmm. listener, if you've been listening to our series, you know that an episode, uh, I don't know the number, uh, case 3-1, I- It was two episodes ago. Two yeah. episodes ago, a month ago, in real time, I made a bet with my good friend, Rose, I'm That's not gonna me. dox you, name. Please don't <laughs> dox me. Uh, gonna... no, one can, no one can spell my last name anyways, but don't dox me anyways. I won't. Uh... And that bet was, I did not think that Dahlia Hawthorne would appear once again. So as of right now on my screen, I have Rose, I'm not going to dox your last name, $1. The description, $1. The description, Dahlia Hawthorne. There we go. <laughs> I, now I am feeling very smart and genius right now. Because I also predicted something last episode, which was that Dahlia Hawthorne would appear in the opening cutscene. And she actually mm-hmm. did, but you don't yes. find that out. Oh, buzz, buzz. Oh, Somebody's yeah. Venmoed me $1. Thank you, my friend. <laughs> um, um, so, here, so here's, I think, the most interesting part. And it actually ties back to the bet, is that the reason I initially made it is because Ace Attorney, I would say, like, when they have cases for other games, like, it's only the first and last one that kind of, like, wraps things up, right? Like, in the first one, it was, like, Phoenix's first adventure, and then it was about protecting Miles Edgeworth, and in the second game, it was the first game against... Was, uh, you know what? The second game actually doesn't count. This is, like, I feel like a weird thing, because in I didn't feel like in the other games the cases were connected, and in this one, like, most of the cases are, right? Like Almost all of them are. Yeah, almost I mean, all of them are. Three out of the five. Three out of the five is more than the one or two out of the four that we've had right. before. This is over 50%. So, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm actually kind of stunned, because this is, like, the first time where I actually had to be like, yo, is there something happening in the background? Like, what the fuck? Because, like, mm-hmm. game two almost sets that up with um, Morgan Fay. Uh yeah, yeah the, I'm still waiting for her. Where the fuck is she? I'm calling it now. There's going to be like an Avengers bad guy team up with Morgan Fay and <laughs> Dahlia Hawthorne. And they're both going to be in an empty parking lot. And Phoenix Wright and uh, Maya Fay and uh, Miles Edgeworth and uh, Goto and uh, Francisca Von Russian is going to be there. She's her. German. But uh, they're going to run at each other very quickly, and it's going to zoom out. It's just going to be an empty parking lot, and they're going to fight in the middle. (laughs) Sounds like an average quality movie. Sounds very mid, I agree. (laughs) Um, So, like... I guess we'll have to see whether your prediction comes true. I'm just like, damn. So, here's just a straight-up fact. Terry is a pedophile. (laughs) Let's just... Yeah. No, no way to mince words around that. And I'm not a fan. And it's like we keep bumping into this, yeah, as as I don't know, like part of the time in which the game was made in which this and different uh cultures in which, you know, folks didn't think of this so as nearly stick- as a big a deal as it was. 
but 16 it's still not and 14 great. are two really different ages having been both of them i, yeah. I can now, safely say it's just it's just rough to be here again bad if you're 20 and dating a 16 year old do not get me wrong but the, somehow 14 is worse the, yeah that said everything here is kind of tragic and fucked up with this whole case yeah so, between like suicide you know, at the yeah like it's a very depressing like if you look at the just like literally looking at it and ignore you're like oh yeah, you mean, have not played through it and you're just looking at the facts of it you're like oh wow this is all kind of fucked up she is a serial killer like this 14 yeah. year old girl is a serial killer this 14 year old girl is a serial killer um the judge is canadian uh and i you know what i hate this judge i'm glad this case was short because I hate this judge. I don't, I don't like, like him. Ju- I want my dad funny. back. He's not as cool as my dad. I don't like how he looks. I can't I don't like trick him as about him. Wait, is he? He's a Canadian. Well, I guess he could be Canadian and American citizen. Never mind. I. The thing that kills me the most is that with the other judge, he was way more gullible and easy to trick. And this one, I had to actually like work for it. And I was this like, this one was just like, whatever you say, Mister Edgeworth. And I was like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Even my dad doesn't do this. <laughs> And also, My like, dad, the judge. <laughs> he kept talking about wanting to eat poutine and skating, and I was like, damn, you're really Canadian-coded, huh? Huge Canadian stereotype. But, no, in case is, you forget. This is extra funny, because once there was an extended bit about my father, a man from California, where everyone was like, oh, he's secretly Canadian the whole time. Um, d- so d- it was really upsetting what? for me as a rose. <laughs> It's very funny how life imitates art. Uh-huh. <laughs> or vice versa, I guess. So Dahlia finds out that her sister is about to expose the truth. And instead of just, like, letting that go, she goes, I will now kill my sister. Yeah. Kills her while Terry goes to visit the tree where the poison with a, is. With a knife. With in a the knife. Back. A knife. I, like, so here's my thing, right? Why didn't Dahlia just throw her off, throw her into the fucking water? We if don't this, know yet. If you don't confirm kill, they're alive. I Right. She knows that she fell into the water and made it, so why take the chance with her sister? She's well, there's pray- a knife in her back. Also, she's still 19. She's still 19 at this she's point. Got, uh, you know. Christ. I, so here's the thing, what? is that I feel like something that could have been easily done was simply just age down Terry by two years. It would have still been very creepy, but like, I, it's possible. It, it, it's if more Terry digestible was, than what Terry actually younger, happened. Yeah, yeah, like it's more digestible than what actually occurred, which is a man who was tutoring a fourteen-year-old girl decides to date and fall in love with her. So, like, so here's the thing, right? Is that like it also paints this weird picture of like, Do- yes, uh, Terry did fall in love with her, but also Dahlia for sure definitely manipulated him into that, right? Like, there's no oh, yeah. way that Dahlia actually fell in love with this man, and therefore was she using li- this adult to get a diamond. She literally made a suicide pact with him that she knew she wasn't gonna keep. Exactly. And he followed right. through on it. That's how good she was. So at the age and of 14... And I say good as in bad, obviously. But, she manipulates you know. her detective sister, an adult man to fall in love with her, and uh, comes with a scheme to steal a diamond, Jumps off a bridge into Olympic swimmer into death defying like waters and shit, survives, then keeps the diamond and changes her identity with the help of her detective sister. 
Yeah. This almost went perfectly. Except for the fact that Terry's wagon crashed and he escaped? Through, through sheer luck? Well, and also then uh, Valerie was, you know, apparently racked with guilt over doing this. Yeah, know? but once Terry died, and like... Was gonna, and, w- and was gonna start to reveal things. Yeah. The thing about that is that, like, at that point, then you just have to kill Valerie on the side, right? But, like, the fact that right. Terry still escaped... still bad. Still bad, I agree. But, like, the <laughs> fact is that then she had to have two corpses she had to take care of, which was Terry and her sister. And then, you know, she then decides to just kill some random lawyer in a courthouse. <laughs> just like... Yeah, just revenge. I... Because he, he was the one who tried to call Terry to the... You know, wait, was it revenge? Like, that was the no, reason... To... I'm, I'm, I'm hypothesizing at this point. It has not been confirmed in the story. He was asking but... her questions, and so she just killed him because... I don't know, maybe he was getting a little too... Maybe he was getting too close to the truth. Yeah. So, now, so then, like, when Diego Armando says a certain line, a very familiar jazz theme starts playing. Uh-huh. And yeah, I don't know where that, uh, that's from. It seems really familiar, though. Also, he's chugging coffee. A very cool coffee aficionado who chugs coffee. Me. It has the same theme. Mm-hmm. And also gets poisoned by Dahlia. So Diego, it's Rose, quote unquote, wearing the same it, outfit so, as so, me, Rose. So, so Rose, Rose <laughs> gets poisoned off. by Dahlia Hawthorne in this core house, and then we have to solve that in case three one. Now, Dahlia is so fucking brazen. Like that's the thing about it, right? Is that like I, she believes other- she she cannot be caught. This is a common issue with serial killers get away with a couple of them, and they go, ah, I'm invincible. There's no I way can, in hell that she I can didn't kill someone. I keep doing this. Yeah, there's no way in hell that she didn't kill someone before the age of 14. I feel I, like... It also yeah. sets up then nicely with Mia now, like, in case one makes so much sense why she's like, oh, I'm gonna fucking get you. I'm gonna fucking get you, Dahlia, like, the <laughs> whole time when she hates her so much, and you're like, Okay, Mia. Okay, what's up? Well, you, you're you're really on it here today, and n- she's now right, all that and she should tracks. say it. Also, we totally <laughs> forgot to address this. Um, Miles Edgeworth calls Mia a bimbo. <laughs> He's the bimbo. He's the bimbo. Miles Edgeworth sexism moment. He's yeah. Well, look at how look at who raised him. Honestly, That's, I have to imagine <laughs> that that is just him, like trying to keep his sapiosexual cover. <laughs> He's just gay. Exactly. He's not—he's gay and he's more unsexual. I know, but the fact that, like, he, he's trying to keep up this sapiosexual appearance, and then the second Phoenix Wright comes in with, like, a stick of, like, with some chewed gum in his hair shows up. And yeah. He, and then Miles Edgeworth is like, ah, oh, that oh, man. Oh, shit. Yeah, and a, and, a, and a fire extinguisher-shaped dent in his head. <laughs> This oh, dude. I, I, you shouldn't be here because you make me feel feelings. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go confess to murders I didn't commit. So this now. is like one Straddled of the- Straddled him so... with unnecessary feelings. That's it. I'm gonna That's do, the word. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do a, uh, a, what, what will we call this here? A, uh, oh, a little, uh, wiki walk here. Uh, a little, uh, okay. <laughs> like- from the Ace Attorney Wikipedia, Miles Edgeworth, Miles underscore Edgeworth. 
Okay. That's I'm my man. Page here. Here's their here's their exact sentence about this scenario, which is very funny to me. At one point, he, Miles Edgeworth, called her, Mia Fey, a novice bimbo, merely because she had gotten the upper hand. While Edgeworth has been known to use ad hominem attacks, he has never been nearly as derogatory towards a woman before or since. <laughs> Good. Uh, and I don't Never know why again. that is so funny to me, but it's just like, he was just really rude this one time. <laughs> I have to imagine that he saw a suicide in court and he's like mentally like, it's because I used the word bimbo. <laughs> so he, comes, he comes home and Francisca's like, uh, nice job, dipshit. She called, him, called her a bimbo and then just kicks the shit out of him. I, I, I just love the idea that he's actually blaming himself for this somehow. I mean, he definitely is. He asks, look at him. Yeah, look exactly. With he your eyes. His, he what is. he does then is is he takes his jacket off and he frames it on the wall as a reminder to himself. <laughs> oh my god! Is it to respect women every day. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's my reminder. I'm not joking the, here. Is this the same jacket that's pinned to his wall in case one oh, guy's yeah. box? Yeah, it is. How did I yes. not fucking notice that? Holy shit. I noticed it instantly. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm gonna stick with the Francisca um, at the age of how old would she be at that point? Like ten, yeah, maybe? Tw- twelve, twelve, maybe. Yeah, he, somewhere uh, he in that comes ballpark. home and she just fucking breaks one of his knees and is like, "Never, never do that again." <laughs> and he's like, yeah. "Okay." That's the thing, right? I bet the reason that that happens is because Miles is used to calling her that kind of shit, and they're siblings, so it's like. She, oh, would yeah. kill, she would kill him. He would be uh, dead. Exactly, but like I could also imagine Francisco von Carmel calling him some horrible shit too, and it's like that's just how they talk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like siblings. Yeah. Okay. I can... Manfred just being like, "Whoops! Now, now, children, <laughs> save it for the courtroom." Listen, I love my sister, and I would kill for her. Um, but I have also beaten her over the head with a hairbrush for something I don't even remember. I'm just imagining. That inside of Fran- Manfred for lesser crimes than murder. For, yeah, oh, yeah, of course. For something way stupider, I'm sure. So, like, I imagine that Manfred von Karma has like a small courtroom in his house that he just puts fucking Francisca and Miles Edgeworth in sometimes, and he's like, "All right, if you guys are gonna have an argument, I'm gonna be the judge. Let's hear it." You fucking, the fucking <laughs> fight! Oh my god, he would though. Like, let's see, Miles Edgeworth seen like you know talking to his therapist. Like, when we were little kids, when we were children, itty-bitty babies, like, we didn't have, like, a playpen or a playroom or anything like that. We just had a actual life-size courtroom <laughs> that my adopted father threw me and my sister into he was and forced eight. us he to was, argue with each other. He was eight, and she was, like, four, and she just kicked the shit out of him. I just imagine her saying, like, abrection or something like that. <laughs> yeah, how do children talk? I don't know. Ob- objection. Like, they'd have to figure it sounded out and shit. Um, so Miles Edgeworth, little baby man, sexist this episode. Uh, Mia Fey is... So, like, when did Diego become her boyfriend, right? Because, like... Yeah, is he her boyfriend already? Is it now that's her? I hope so. He calls her kitten. Like, I, I, you know what? Time. Des is right. I fucking hope so. I just, I, because, <laughs> yes. like, I have to. Based on the timeline, he has to have already been dating her because uh, he gets poisoned very shortly after this. <laughs> it, it'd also be really funny that right after this, like, the suicide happens in the other room and Mia's like, 
hey, so do you want to be girlfriend or boyfriend? Do you want to make it official? And, like, him with his still bleeding hand goes, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> that seems right for him, though. Excuse me, I have to go interrogate Dahlia Hawthorne. Let me I'll, pour myself I'll a fresh- I'll definitely live. I'll come right back, I swear. We'll go get coffee afterwards. <laughs> well, he's also drinking a coffee. <laughs> I don't see anything wrong with that. Um, what? I'm just like, bro, <laughs> you can't just call people kitten. If you're <laughs> dating them, you can. I don't, here's so the he thing. It's just a little be, weird to do, he better be, do it in court. It's you a know? little like, weird. You're, you're, it, we're kind of in public here, buddy. The so. stenographer yeah. has to Play write off that it a down. Little bit. You're, you yeah. can do that in, in, in personal conversations. It's just funny that it keeps happening in court. And it's like the judge is like, I can hear you. Canada judge, shut the fuck up. Truly the, worth, <laughs> the most worthless judge. I, I want my dad back. Um, uh, so, alright, so well, let's go from, like, worst characters to best characters in this, uh, uh... <laughs> Wait, all of them? We can't do- Not all of them, just for this case. So, worst character, Terry Falls. Second worst character, Dar- Dahlia Hawthorne. Third worst character, I... Can- Canadian Judge. Are we talking, Dahlia like- underneath Are we talking, Falls. like, morality bad, or are we talking, like- Just straight bad. Straight bad, like, do I like them? Do or... you like them? Okay. Well, here's the problem, is that I fucking love Dahlia. Alright, so... <laughs> She's great. She is I'm going very... to send her to prison 1,000 years. <laughs> she, she'd probably get out. I'm gonna get her. We've I tried! Apparently... I'm gonna get her again! <laughs> Apparently, like we're gonna have to character. fucking... We're gonna have to fucking interrogate her once more. I like villains. We've we... established this. So we know for sure that Dahlia Hawthorne's gonna be the bad guy in the next episode, right? Oh, they're gonna zag on us, and it's gonna be fucking Morgan, and she's gonna be like, "Oh, it's me," and we're gonna be like, "I can't." Also, deal with that. here's something I didn't think about till just now. They keep mentioning a small village near the mountain of uh, Dusty Bridge or whatever. Is that Corrine Village? Are they just talking about Corrine Village? Uh, who knows? Um, I would say it's you and. You and Dad. Dahlia, Dahlia <laughs> well. does specifically. Now, in this case, the first time she meets Mia, she goes, Oh, you're Mia Fey. And it's... I do find that suspicious. She definitely trained under the waterfalls with the Fey family. That's why she I... can swim. Okay. She was, All right. she was mystic. She was mystic My- Mia before Man. Maya was. She was the head of the village. So. Wasn't that. Mia's mom? Yeah, it was Mia Misty. And Maya's Fred. mom is Misty, right? Yeah, it was Misty. Yeah, and then she passed away. Well, no, she never passed away. She disappeared. Suddenly, yeah, the... she she vanished. So, yeah, but it's the... thirty years uh, until she's declared legally dead or something. Mm-hmm. But she disappeared, so it fell to Mia. Well, no, but it wasn't this. The timeline's a little weird. I don't know. Wait, I was sorry, but then we were talking. I thought you were saying she meant Dahlia, and I was going to be like. This doesn't make sense to me, but now I see you're talking about Mia, so no, that Mia, makes sense Mia. again. Yeah. She's famous spirit channeling. Mia Fey. Does that mean Dahlia- she? She, left, she? she left to become a lawyer. Yeah, then she became a lawyer. Okay. Does that mean that Dahlia and Hawthorne knows about ghosts? Maybe. 
Maybe? That's that's a weird thing to think about, is the fact that the serial killer is aware of ghosts. Ghosts are real, and this has been established multiple times throughout the series, as much as it frustrates me. Ghosts are real. Like I said, I gotta keep my mouth shut I at this point, because haven't... we're all in plot zone, right? Yeah. Oh Anything God. I say can and will be used against Tiago me Tiago and this I are point. flailing <laughs> wildly in the dark. <laughs> Alright, this is something that yeah. you can say that has no bearing. Does Phoenix Wright eat a chili dog in the next episode? Oh my god, yeah. No, he does not. Damn it. Fuck. Does he eat something? <laughs> Burgers, <laughs> obviously. Uh, god, I don't remember if he does or not. Because I feel that's like we haven't had a steak reference in this, uh, sh- in this game yet. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. Oh, we gotta get our steak. Steak, steak in the next case. It might be yep. the next yep. case. Um... So Daya Hawthorne confirmed Big Bad. She's like the Thanos of the Ace Attorney trilogy. I'm I love her. Um <laughs> second, I want a dollar. Second most bad guy. So like, alright, so let's do like a villain ranking of Ace Attorney, right? Daya Hawthorne is the most finished yet. <laughs> we haven't finished yet. <laughs> yeah, we we, we haven't finished look- yet. That's true. That's fair. We'll wait till we should, the next game. Yeah, let, let's let's we do it. Because here's because here here's the thing. We're 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 just about here at the end, I think, for for wrapping up this episode. So let's let's set the table a little bit for what we're going to do for the final case here. Uh, the final case has a really nice middle point to it. So what we're going to do is we are going to play half of case five, and then we're going to record our next episode. And then we'll record oh the second half, and then we'll play the second half of the of case five. I know we talked about a- this, doing this already, but I'm still shocked. And, we'll, and then we'll play the, the second half of it, because... It's a longer one. It's not quite as long as Case One five. That one felt uh, like a fucking eternity. That one, yeah, that one was. I know. Still, I feel like it should have been over, and then all of a sudden, period. there's like a whole other fucking investigation. But with this one, you still got plenty of stuff going on in this one. There's a lot to do, and you will know. Trust me, you guys. You will know when you've reached the half halfway point, uh, and then we can come back talk a little bit about I it. Really and, I really hope we'll I know. I really hope I know. Don't worry, we'll, we'll we'll give you guidelines if if you don't see it. But trust me, uh, and we'll we'll do our we'll do our little halfway, uh, like sort of like a, a smaller episode, you know, which we do like our halfway point, and then we'll do uh, another podcast wrapping up the second half of the case, and also kind of wrapping up our thoughts on game three as a whole and the trilogy as a whole. And uh, I think that'll be a really nice way to kind of wrap up these three main games here of the quote unquote Phoenix Wright trilogy uh and uh yeah so that will be the plan here for us um and if uh if people are playing along you know they can uh play as much or as little as they'd want you know obviously i'm not i'm not i'm not the cops uh don't play ahead you fuckers acab but if we will be yeah but we will be playing uh for the let's plays uh in tandem with the podcast so we will be again splitting things up over a couple more weeks here uh so pay attention to the feed and to the uh twitter uh feed as well which you can follow uh at ace attorney pod to stay up to date on things as for the latest episodes and the streams and also then see when the youtube uploads go up and uh, that's usually Desi and I playing through the game. And every once in a while, we have somebody in the rotating guest chair. Uh, our good friend Iroh uh, sometimes pops up there. Occasionally, and not very often. Yeah, just every once in a while. Uh, 
but yeah, I think that'll do it for us this week, folks. Unless anybody had any last thoughts on this case before we head out. Uh, I no, it was short. I uh, you know what? Stop no, I making do have... people so fucking young. Everybody's too young. I got everybody. Everybody's a prodigy. Wait, everybody's a young, real quick teenage prodigy. We didn't talk about gameplay at all because there wasn't a ton of gameplay in this case. I do have one issue: the one where you have to present the scarf and be like this scarf's not white it's light blue fuck that <laughs> yes. i just thought that that i couldn't figure it out i was like i want what and then she's like it's not white and i was like what are you talking about like it's not that could have just been like the pixelated art style like i uh you th- yeah, like it was just the dithering or something like that that made it appear. Because I couldn't figure out what was going on, and it was, I yeah. The autopsy <sighs> report specifically said that she had a white scarf as her signature thing. It people said knew who she was. It said in the yeah, but I looked at that scarf and I thought, well, it's got some blue shading on it, but it's still a white scarf. Oh, I see. Yeah, like artistic license. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was just. It was listen not... when you're an artist. Sometimes you shade stuff that's white or black with blue to give yeah. it a little bit of you. you in know, fact, uh, you pop. should shade white uh, material with either a light blue or a light purple, and that's my artist advice for you because it just looks better. Um, yeah. But in this case, fuck me. I guess. <laughs> it was it was yeah it was actually supposed to be like a light yeah. blue everything else and, was fine uh, <laughs> yeah uh yeah no this case was actually weirdly enough kind of easy like oh and what's up uh, i almost forgot here one last thing uh desi uh you said that you had kind of taken a break from ace attorney mm-hmm. after this had you not played through this full case then i didn't play through it but i was in communities where i knew exactly what happens and the outcomes so okay. it was, I know the story. I know how the story plays out. I just didn't experience it myself. I just experienced it through vicarious three through other people's fan art. So you're, uh, so you're with, you're on the Rose and Tiago team this time around. Well, I know what happens. Like I okay. know the, the well, twist I guess, and the outcome. I guess I knew, that's doing better than us, but this, still. I knew that um, Dahlia Hawthorne was going to show up in this case. Literally, as soon as I opened up the court record and read the name Valia, uh, I I didn't recognize. I didn't know why I recognized Hawthorne, and then her fucking note said, "Speak to Dahlia about this," and I just like said out loud to myself in a lonely room, "Fuck!" I just lost a dollar. <laughs> uh, conversely, yeah. I saw that and thought, "I'm about to have one more dollar than I currently do." Um, which is a significant amount of money for rose (laughs) uh yeah we we learned i gotta say i actually kind of like these games these cases being like story relevant because like Mm -hmm. my investment weirdly enough like i find with series that like you either gotta have like all the episodes be disconjointed or all the episodes be mostly plot relevant right I don't like it when it's in between. Like, look at the X-Files. Mostly the good episodes are, like, not plot relevant. <laughs> but then, like, there are other shows where, like, the plot relevant episodes are the good ones. So, like, I don't know. I kind of like Phoenix Wright being plot relevant. It feels good. Getting down to brass tacks and, and hitting the pavement. Also, like, we have a story We have a story to tell here. It's not a Phoenix Wright-driven, like, based, like, not Phoenix Wright-central story at the moment so it's smaller and kind of a little bit easier to digest 
Also, I didn't want to see some weird shit like the clown again, but, you know. <laughs> I hate that clown. Um, well, there's there's always a clown whenever Miles Edgeworth is on screen. Hey! hey, hey. Um, That's true, right, That'll do it for us Get this week, folks. <laughs> Alright, so you can follow the show on Twitter at Ace Attorney Pod. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Yotsaben. Desi, where can people find you? At yes, this is Des on Twitter. And Tiago? Uh, at Tiago S. Dutra on Twitter. And Rose? Uh, you can find my art at Trom Arts on Twitter. Please buy my art. You can also find my personal accounts on some things at Rose Nonsense. Alright. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We hope you'll rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Please. or your favorite podcast platform. Please. Yep, if you write Help a us. review on Apple Podcasts, uh, as long as it's uh, funny or five stars, I'll read it on air. And no slurs. Uh, yeah, no. That's, I think uh, no slurs. <laughs> I think goes that's a that's saying. a that's a bare minimum. Yeah. That's ground floor. <laughs> I'm just saying we... you gotta be sh- you gotta you gotta like fucking like proof this shit. Am I right? Yeah, don't worry. Don't worry. If Listen, it sucks, I... we won't read it. I feel like that's kind of goes implicit. If it's nice, we will read it. Next episode, we will be heading into the first half of the fifth and final case of Trials and Tribulations with case 3-5 titled Bridge to the Turnabout. We'll see you next uh, next time, folks. Oh, we're going back Bye. to this fucking bridge, aren't we? God damn it. <laughs> the bridge? <laughs> I just realized we're going back to fucking Dusky Bridge. All right, bye. Pine State Park, everybody. Bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. Uh, bye. We said bye. <laughs> wash, wash behind your ears. Uh, how about 30? Yeah, <laughs> Just for maybe. posterity. There we go. <laughs> two claps. Good enough. They call me Tommy right. Two Claps in the West because I clap those cheeks. Uh-huh. <laughs> but Tommy, only to start Tommy the podcast. Claps. Drop that after you just post your LinkedIn selfie. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. This won't make it onto the recording. This is going to make it onto this the blooper be, this, reel. Yeah, this will be the post credits. Uh <laughs> Jeez. Audio bit. Are we allowed to record the post credits before we start the podcast? Is that legal? It's, this is the pre credit. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah.